Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we talk about the events in world cricket from a fan's point of view. And yesterday was the Trans-Tasmanian rivalry, the T20 World Cup final. Australia versus New Zealand and the Aussies came out on top. Now, when we did a preview for the World Cup on the podcast, we talked about how we love watching Australia lose because they're so dominant. But I think that's true about an old Australia because I personally loved the way Australia carried themselves in the bio bubble and played this World Cup. You loved watching Australia lose 20 years ago when they were in your face, brash and won everything. A dominant side that was that good 20 years ago, 10 years ago and still played in that same fashion three years ago, given what happened in South Africa in 2018. But there was something different about this Australian team throughout the World Cup. And I know we love saying that we like to see Australia lose, but I genuinely enjoyed the Australian triumph in this T20 World Cup for a few reasons. The first of which is obviously the story. Behind every triumph is a story. And Australia have actually lost the last five T20 series in a row in the build-up to this World Cup. They'd lost at home, they'd lost away, they lost to West Indies, and they lost to Bangladesh, who, had, who didn't win a single game in the Super 12, yet Australia went on to win the World Cup because they did a few things right. The first is how they behaved in the bio bubble. I saw the interview that Marcus Stoinis did after the match was over and talked about how, yes, they're here to play cricket. Yes, they were there to be competitive. But at the end of the day, they tried to have fun on the field. That isn't something you'd normally say about Australia. But I think out of all the teams in the world, Australia probably adapted to the bio bubble the best way. With all the turmoil in Australian cricket, losing the last five T20 series and Ashes coming up very soon, which a lot of players will be looking at. Justin Langer's coaching being questioned. Just the fact that they were able to have fun was really admirable. Also, the way they carried themselves in this tournament. I mean, when you think of Australia, how do Australia win a World Cup? Who are their main players? Finch is the captain, Steve Smith is the best batsman, and Mitchell Stark is the best bowler. They got absolutely nothing from those three players and they still went on to win. Who won this World Cup for them? Adam Zampa, Mitchell Marsh, Matthew Wade, David Warner. Warner was out of form, but these were the four players who you didn't think would ever have such a huge impact in a T20 World Cup. Especially given the way Australia was playing, the kind of pool they were in. Everyone had England, West Indies, maybe South Africa. Sri Lanka could produce a could produce a result. Australia might qualify, but you didn't see them as winning the tournament. But this team played for each other. I love the way they carried themselves because, I mean, just the reaction to winning the World Cup. Mitchell Marsh, who's had such a tough career, bogged down by injuries. When his body's on his side, he's a fantastic player. And I thought he should have been the... I mean, he was my player of the tournament for this World Cup for the impact that he's had. David Warner's gone through so much in the last few months, getting dropped from captaincy of the Sunrisers Hyderabad and then getting dropped from the team altogether. There's a clear disagreement over there. But it's like he said, he just had to find his hands and spend some time in the middle. Warner ended player of the tournament. Adam Zampa, with all those wickets, was definitely among the best bowlers in this tournament. And Matthew Wade, who's been in and out of the side for so long, won them the semi-final against Pakistan, hitting three sixes in the last over against Shaheen Afridi, who by a mile was the best fast bowler in the tournament. It's a team that played for each other. Marcus Stoinis and Adam Zampa running onto the field the moment Glenn Maxwell hit, hit, that switch, hit that switch hit for the winning runs. Mitchell Marsh's celebration. Smith, Warner and Finch in the stands. Finch and Maxwell after that holding up the trophy. The fast bowlers trio of Stark, Cummins and Hazelwood holding the trophy together. And Justin Langer, the coach, looking after it all. There's a lot to admire with the way Australia has played. 
They figured out how to play in the bio bubble. They played for each other. The friendships in the Australian team are admirable. I mean, Matthew Wade, the hero of the semi-final, has a tattoo of Phil Hughes on his arm. And I think that just goes to show that this is a different Australia. It's not the Australia of 20 years ago. They're a team that plays for each other. They show a great amount of sportsman spirit. They're competitive. They're still dominant. And they will still fight for what they believe in. But Australia played cricket in this World Cup with the way it's supposed to be played. This is a template for every single T20 team to follow. Every single associate nation who was so good in this World Cup, in the build-up and in the Super 12. Teams that don't have the mindset that England do or the talent pool that India does can look at what Australia has done in this World Cup. After never having won before, Australia won the World Cup. They weren't favourites. And it's an example for every single team about how to build an environment in a bio-bubble that's difficult for players and coaching staffs and, to, and how to make players prosper in that environment and go on to become the best in the world.